Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer Radio Show, brought to you by Cracker Supply, where we give away more chicken coops and chicken-related prizes than anyone else on the planet. We are often imitated, but never duplicated. My name is Andy Schneider, but most know me as the Chicken Whisperer, author of The Chicken Whisperer's Guide to Keeping Chickens, national spokesperson for the USDA Biosecurity for Birds program, and editor-in-chief of Chicken Whisperer magazine. Today is Wednesday, June 11th, and I'd like to thank all of you for tuning in this afternoon on Blog Talk Radio. This is a live radio show that is broadcast around the world. This radio show is all about keeping backyard poultry, show poultry, and living a self-sufficient lifestyle. Each week, I welcome experts in their field to share their knowledge about different topics, including backyard poultry, show poultry, heritage poultry, gardening, cooking, and, of course, living that self-sufficient lifestyle that we love to do. Be sure to visit our website, chickenwhisperer.com. That's chickenwhisperer.com, where you can follow us on Twitter, become a fan on Facebook, and subscribe to the free digital edition of Chicken Whisperer magazine. Once again, I would like to thank all of you for tuning in today to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Tractor Supply. When you need an incubator, think Brensi, the incubation specialist. Brensi has been a world-leading manufacturer of incubators for over 30 years. Incubators from 7 to 380 eggs with high-quality electronic and digital controls, including precise humidity control and programmable egg turning all at surprisingly affordable prices. Visit them online at Brensea.com. Brensea spelled B-R-I-N-S-E-A. That's Brensea.com or call 1-888-667-7009. Enter the coupon code WHISPER at checkout and save 10% on their incubators, brooders, egg candlers, and other incubation accessories. You need an incubator. Think Brincy. Technology you can trust. You've just entered a dimension of dirty water, a dimension of poop-filled water, a dimension of stagnant water. You've crossed into the dirty waterer zone. But up ahead is your signpost to cleaner water. 
Bright Tap Chicken Waterer. The Bright Tap Waterer is fully covered. Chickens drink from special valves, so dirt and droppings can't get into the water. Chickens get sparkling clean water. You get less work. No poop-filled water pans for you to touch or wash out. Bright Tap Clean Water Made Simple. Visit chickenwaterer.com to learn more. That's chickenwaterer.com. Cackle Hatchery is a third-generation, family-owned and operated hatchery. They offer over 193 varieties of poultry shipped directly from their facility in Missouri. It's their mission to enhance your life by providing you with quality poultry for showing, meat, enjoyment, eggs, and pets. They specialize in hatching purebred poultry and shipping day-old chicks right to your local post office since 1936. 4-H and FFA Youth Poultry Clubs get a 10% discount. Check out their website, CackleHatchery.com, for posted weekly specials and discounts. That's CackleHatchery.com. Do you provide a heat source for your backyard chickens in the winter? In most cases, it's not necessary. But if you choose to provide a heat source for your backyard chickens, it's imperative to use a safe and effective heat source, and the only one I recommend is the Sweeter Heater. The Sweeter Heater is a safe, completely sealed, washable, non-breakable, energy-efficient, long-lasting and reliable specific area heater that comes with a three-year warranty. Ditch the dangerous heat lamp this season and invest in the only heater I recommend, the Sweeter Heater. Purchase the Sweeter Heater online at SweeterHeater.com. That's SweeterHeater.com. Hi, I'm country music artist Nathan Osmond, and you're listening to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. And the mighty bird against prejudice continues his fight for law and order. So when you hear that cry in the sky... You'll know it's Super Chicken. Alrighty, thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. It is hump day. It is Wednesday. Hope you had a chance to tune in yesterday. We had Peter Brown, the chicken doctor, on, and uh, we had a great topic yesterday if you tuned in and uh, missed any of the show. Just a reminder, all the shows are archived for your listening pleasure at iTunes.com, Podcast.com, Zoom.com, and, of course, right here at blogtalkradio.com. Tomorrow, we've got Richard Frudenberger, publisher of Back Home Magazine. He'll be joining us tomorrow and the topic is the three poison cousins, poison ivy, poison oak, and poison sumac. And uh, for those of you who live out on the homestead, that might be something that you have to deal with on a regular basis uh, when you're clearing or planting, uh, working around the house, working on the back 40, uh, maybe in the woods, cutting down a tree, uh, regardless. We're going to talk about that, which I'm sure will include how to identify uh, all three uh, and uh, how to identify which one is which, uh, maybe some of their characteristics about where they grow as a vine or more on the ground or on trees or both, and uh, maybe some treatments as well, maybe some, some uh, all-natural treatments. If you, get a, if you happen to find yourself in a mess of poison ivy or poison oak, poison sumac, Maybe uh, some some uh, remedies that can help with the uh, with the crazy itching and uh, and the uh, uh, 
the rash, I guess, if you will, that, that, that you get from that. So uh, that'll be an interesting show. Richard Frudenberger, kind of our homestead and sustainable living guru, they'll be sharing information uh, all about that. And uh, I remember growing up, it didn't happen, but I remember uh, you know, all those great things that your dad always teaches you and tries to share knowledge on. And um, I think we were, he was an architect, so I'm pretty sure we were at a job site. I can remember uh, they weren't actually doing it. If, if they may have done it at that site earlier. Uh, at a previous visit of his, but he told me about how they had uh, gathered up a mess of, uh, it was poison ivy, poison oak, and they burned it, <laughs> which uh, apparently is a no-no, which he uh, passed on to me because uh, you burn poison ivy, poison oak, and you burn that uh, sap, I guess, that's inside. It gets in the air, you breathe it in, and that's that, that can be pretty uh, pretty dangerous and, and not fun and you end up in a hospital visit. So, uh you got to be careful. And so it's funny how that stuck with me all these years whenever I go by. I uh, live in a rural area now, so uh, you can burn. You know, up where we lived up in the Atlanta area, it was a big no-no to burn. But down here, everybody and their brother burns, whether it's a trash pail out back or just they collect limbs for the next you know, two, three months into a pile in the back 40, and then they go out and get a burn permit and burn it. But um, <laughs> whenever I'm taking an afternoon walk or riding a bike or doing something, and uh, I see that smoke lingering i'm thinking that that's yard debris and uh, i just may not want to walk through that or breathe that in if he's <laughs> if they don't know any better to not burn a uh, poison ivy poison oak poison sumac you just don't know what's in there so i try to uh, to avoid that at all costs but um we'll be talking about that thursday and of course we'll have a full lineup for you next week here on backyard poultry the chicken whisperer as well if you haven't already signed up for the ultimate may and june coop contest and you need to go ahead and do that i'm going to tell you how to do it right now in fact we've got the owner uh, of curtis coops and yard barns they'll be joining us here in just a few minutes and they've been so gracious to donate this beautiful uh, coop for that contest we've had uh, thousands of people have entered so far i haven't got a, the last week i've gotten a, a final number but it was it was uh, in the thousands uh, they have entered that what they would love to have this uh, coop so i'm going to tell you right now how to enter you can find all the information how to enter on our Facebook page and on Twitter, um, and uh, uh, so you can do that. And of course, listen to the archives of this radio show. But uh, if you're not familiar, this I'm going to tell you right now how to enter. What you need to do: send me an email. Very, very simple to do. Very, very simple entry. You just send an email to, okay, contest at chickenwhisperer.com. Okay, that's contest at chickenwhisperer.com. Okay. Now, send it, that's where you're going to send the email. In the subject line of the email, you'll put Coop Contest. In the subject line of the email, you'll put Coop Contest. And all the information I need from you in the email itself, very simple. Your name, your shipping address, where you want this Coop to be shipped if you win, and a phone number. Because we are going to call the winner live on this broadcast I'm uh, hoping Matt Curtis will be able to join us on that day as well, Friday, June 27th. So we've got about uh, 17 days, I guess, left, but we will call the winner. You do not have to be listening live to win, but it's much more fun if we actually can call them and they pick up and we can let them win, let them know they won this awesome prize package. So that will be done on the 27th. We'll announce the one lucky winner. Um, it will be a random drawing. And uh, it'll be kind of chosen through random.org. One entry per person 
uh, per email. So I'll explain this again like I always do. If there's 19 people in your family, and all 19 people in your, have, in your family have a different email address, then all 19 people can enter. If you want to walk around door to door in your subdivision, let's say there's 80 homes in your subdivision where you live, you can go door to door and hand them an index card with all the information. They can enter, and their whole family can enter. <laughs> uh, if again one entry per person, they all have to have a separate email address. Okay, uh, and then if hey, if they happen to win, but but uh, don't have chickens, don't want chickens, they can tell me to ship the coop anywhere to your door if you want to, because they entered for for you in a way. So that's perfectly fine, no worries there. But one per one entry per person. Uh, duplicates will be deleted and disqualified. And uh, just because you live outside of the country doesn't mean you can't enter. If you live in Australia or Europe or Canada or, uh, or Japan, you can still enter, my friends. Yes, you can still enter. But I'm only going to shift that coop to the lower 48 states of this great nation. So if you live in Europe, you can enter. And if you win, you can row your boat right over the pond, maybe to the port of Savannah, Georgia. Pick up that coop, load it in your dinghy, and row it all the way back home. So you can enter if you live in Europe. Same goes for Australia, Japan. But more realistically, if you live in Canada and you want to enter this contest, knock yourself out, enter. But we'll only ship the coop to a border town. If you can find a place that will accept this coop on the border, that's a pretty darn big border. Um, then great, we'll ship it there. It'll be there waiting on you. Cross the border in your pickup truck, pick up the coop, and head on home. So anybody can enter. I have no worries about that. But we're only going to ship the coop into the lower 48 states. So there you have it. <laughs> Those are some of the rules. I guess the deadline to enter is going to be on the 26th. Uh, the 26th actually at 11.59 p.m., Eastern Standard Time. So that's how that works. And you can see a picture of that beautiful coop uh, at our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Chicken Whisperer. So uh, you got to love it. I'm trying to think. Oh, um, one more thing, and we'll bring on uh, Matt Curtis with Curtis Coops and Yard Barns. Um, we've, I think i got to review it one more time, give it the final uh, check through, but I think we're ready to submit the stops, well, let me rephrase that. We're ready sub to submit our route and the towns we are going to be visiting this fall with the Tractor Supply Chicken Whisperer coop uh, coop tour, uh, book tour. And uh, so uh, it's basically we're going to start off in Virginia, and then the stops will include states between Virginia and Maine. And let me just try to think. I believe... Let me think the first stop. I want to say it's Fredericksburg, Virginia, maybe. Anyway, we've got a, our first stop is going to be there in Virginia. And then I know we go all the way up to Bangor, Maine. And uh, so we'll be hitting a lot of states on this tour, like we did uh, the tour back in the spring. I'm really looking forward to it. And as soon as uh, Tractor Supply um, checks off and approves the, the tour that we've uh, created, and it's a done deal, and they start printing uh, flyers and posters for the stores and uh, start uh, getting their PR company to do the uh, press releases and things, then we'll start posting that 
on our Facebook page as well, so you can see us. I know we got stops uh, in Virginia. Um, pretty sure we've got one in Maryland, uh, Pennsylvania for sure, New York. I know we got Vermont. I know we got New Hampshire. I know we got Connecticut. I know we've got uh, Maine. There's probably another one in there that I'm forgetting. Pennsylvania. Um, there's another one in there, I think. Maybe two. So anyway, we'll be heading up that way this fall. We're really looking forward to it, and we hope to see you on the tour. Each event includes a two-hour Getting Started with Backyard Poultry Workshop and then a Q&A segment with pictures, autographs, and book signing uh, and magazine signing. We'll probably at that time have uh, many, many issues of the summer issue of Chicken Whisperer Magazine that was just released. So um, we'll probably have plenty of those to give away on the tour as well. So uh, be on the lookout for that. We'll try to... Uh, come somewhere near your neck of the woods. And uh, the Chicken Whisperer uh, um, TV show is uh, still in the, still in the planning stages. I talked to the uh, producers uh, yesterday, matter of fact, and they are. Uh, I can't go into any detail about uh, the logist of the show, what type of show, the, the theme of the show, but they are actively looking uh, to uh, for a particular person, I'll put it that way, uh, in order for us to go ahead and shoot and film the sizzle and get that completed, and then get the packet completed with a full season of, of topics uh, for the uh, episodes, and then we'll take it, and then well, they will take it, the production company, and pitch it to the major networks. So uh, we're, that is still in the works for that. So I'm very excited, um, and it's just a very slow molasses process. So, uh, but it is still in the works, and we're still actively trying to get everything in order. To, uh, to film that sizzle. You really, once you start pitching these things, you've got one chance. And so it's got to pop. It's got to be different. Uh, but still, uh, it's got to be on my end, educational, family-oriented. Um, it's not going to be something stupid or crazy. I want my kids to be proud of Daddy, not have Daddy a laughing stock. Uh, I've turned down a lot of producers in the last five years. But, but I think uh, we've uh, found some good ones. And uh, so it's going to be family-oriented, family-friendly, but still have an entertainment side to it. And, of course, my requirement, educational side to it. Um, so uh, very important there. All right, let's get over here to um, the phone lines, and we're going to bring on Matt Curtis, owner of Curtis Coops and Yard Barns. Uh, you can visit them online right now while we're talking on the show live, or if you listen to the archive, you can go to it uh, while you're listening to the archive. Um, uh, Curtis, uh, and that's with two S's, C-U-R-T-I-S-S, Curtis Coops and Yardbarns.com, and you can take a look. They don't just do coops. They do yard barns as well. We're familiar with those, and they are absolutely beautiful. So if you're listening live right now, you can go to their website. So let's go ahead and give uh, uh, Matt Curtis a big uh, chicken whisperer welcome. Oh, Let's hit this button here and see if we can bring him on live with the switchboard. There we go. Um, hey, Mr. Curtis, thanks for joining us today. Hey, Andy, thanks for having me. Yeah, and, and it's Matt, correct? I have that correct? Yes, sir, yes, sir. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't calling you. <laughs> that's, that's what I remembered from our uh, our email exchanges over the last uh, six weeks, so I just wanted to make sure how all that works. So thank you very much for joining us, and a big thank you for providing this wonderful and beautiful group for our, our May slash June, it, it, it got, got extended through June because we spent about 10 to 14 days really concentrating on um, 
the uh, the salmonella outbreak uh, last last month, and it just wasn't it wasn't fair to our uh, fans, listeners, or uh, yourself that we had to take a break. But I, I morally thought uh, and ethically thought it was not a great uh, it wouldn't have been a great idea to uh, to be covering a, a, such a serious topic. And then all of a sudden say, well, you know, here's here's the information about the salmonella salmonella outbreak. Here here's your options based on the experts we've had on the show. And then immediately make a post like, hey, everybody, come uh, do this poop contest. It just, and I think it would uh, it wouldn't have been uh, the the right thing to do. So there's about 14 or 10, 10 to 14 days in there that that was uh, the contest was put on hold. We made the uh, the big executive decision to extend it through June, uh, which was ended up being a good decision. A lot of our fans appreciated that and. Uh, uh, they they also agreed that it was the uh, the right thing to do. So I'm glad I made that decision. It ended up being good for uh, for everybody. So we've got May and June, and about uh, I'll say 17 more days or so to uh, to enter. We gave everybody all the official rules and how to enter earlier. So let's talk about uh, yourself, your company. Let's talk about this coop that we're giving away and a lot of the other products that you have. Uh, again, Curtis Coops with an S and YardBarns.com, folks. You can go there right now. I have gone over there and and uh, to take a look at some of their products. Specifically, I'm going to click on the Chicken Coops tab uh, so I can see some of the great designs that they have. But let's start off, Matt, and uh, share us a little bit about um, uh, about yourself, of course, and maybe some some uh, history. Uh, of um, how you got into the uh, the building business, specifically the yard barns, which may have come first, and then because I know a, a lot of folks there they'll be building the yard barns and then get into the coops. It just makes sense. Maybe your story was you had chickens and thought you could build a metal coop, or you had friends that had chickens, or or kind of where where you got started and how you got into the coop making business. Um, so a little bit about yourself, a little bit about the company history, how you got into actually making the coops, and then we'll talk about some of the coops specifically. And then uh, also want to hear from you why, uh, because there are a lot of companies out there, what sets your coops uh, aside from uh, the others that are out there, because like everything else from magazines to books to websites to blogs to forums, uh, when it comes to backyard chickens, a lot of times it's a dime a dozen now, and we need to educate our listeners on, on, on maybe what sets your, your coops apart uh, from the rest that are out there. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I've been a carpenter my whole life. Uh, started framing the houses uh, right out of high school, and I had about 30, 30 years of experience in building houses. So um, after the housing market uh, kind of fell on out there. Uh, I started building uh, yard barns and sheds. Yeah. And uh, uh, I did well in, in doing those, and I learned a lot real quick. And then I, I decided to, you know, try it on my own. Um, the, the shed business, there's a lot of competition in that. And uh, uh-huh. so I, um, uh, my girlfriend at the time uh, told me that I should probably try chick coops. And, uh, and so uh, I started building chicken coops. Um, okay. Did y'all have? Did you have uh, chickens yourself? Did they have chickens? Uh, it was just you knew there was a movement going on, and said, "Hey, you know these 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 are some good looking coops. You could actually, you know, you could do this. There's, you know, you could even turn into a barn design you already have into a coop, or get a little bit uh, more creative with the styling and and do some different coops. I'm going through them right now from the tractors to the Cape Fear to the Lux Barn, which basically looks like a shed with an egg box on it, you know, and uh, uh, 
and then and the gable and lean to and uh, the western coupe, which I bet probably is a very popular one because it has an attached run to it. It looks like that you can do and a good backyard coupe, you know, size is that that western coupe. I do like it a lot actually. You've got the uh, uh, the run below it, uh, and then you've got a run, kind of an attached run next to it. But I'm sure you could do a run and attach to really any of the uh, the coupes that you offer. But um, so that's pretty cool. So you you basically have taken the uh, uh, the skills you've learned uh, building homes and applied that into in the market crash, applied that into uh, building uh, uh, sheds and barns, and then uh, kind of uh, sprung off from there and started doing some uh, some chicken coops. So so very very. Uh, uh, interesting history there. Um, how long uh, how, how long have the coops been uh, rolling out, and have you seen since you started building the coops uh, the demand increase? Uh, I've been I first designed and started building them uh, about six years ago because uh, we did get chickens, and uh, I went to a local feed store, you know, and uh, put the coop up for display. She said I could display it there. I uh, stayed there for a little while, and then she said they had to go. And uh, so I brought it on home, and I had the chickens, so I put my chickens in my first coop. And, they, and from there, it pretty much took off. I I, I, I can look at a picture or something, and I can uh, kind of figure it out in my head on how to build it. Uh, my barn, the Cape Fear, the Gable, those are all my own designs and everything. I figured them out right, right in my backyard here. Um, I could build them with three-foot walls, four-foot walls, five-foot side walls, and I could build them all the way up to, to the size of a shed. The coops has really, really been real good here in Carolina. Um, the, the sheds, I mean, the competition's real tough on the sheds. Yeah, I know that you kind of that's, that's a hot area right there um, with, with chickens. You've got Raleigh and Durham. Uh, in the area, and, and just really a bunch of places that uh, uh, have recently uh, approved backyard chickens in the last two or three years, so which is awesome. So you got more people uh, doing that as well in, in the area. So that's a that's a hot area of the country right now um, with the uh, with backyard chickens. What are what are some of the additional? Because uh, I guess you have to be a little bit more versus a backyard shed. And again, your your sheds look nice. Uh, but obviously, there's a little bit more detail in, uh, in, in the coop, just to just to make it that much more attractive or, or fancy, or a little bit more uh, uh, detail to it. So, because um, I'm, I'm looking at some again on the pictures, and I invite our folks listening to uh, again, it's www.curtis with two s's, Curtis Coops uh, and Yardbarns.com. Switch over there and take a look. So, you know, some people, I guess, could. Um, uh, when they're looking at price, for example, and I don't have that up right now, I'm just uh, looking at, you know, thinking about it as I look at the detail in some of these coops. Um, uh, if someone's going to purchase a coop and they look at the price of a coop versus a you know, just a storage building that you've got on site, and uh, the price comparison, uh, how many people would say, well, I can get that, I can get that 10 by 20 uh, yard barn um, for uh, for about the same as this much smaller coop, because maybe the the detail and the, and the craftsmanship and the, and and all the uh, intricate work that may go into that versus uh, do you have anybody that come into it with that uh, not that attitude, but but when they start looking at the products you have there on display, uh, have you had anybody uh, 
go that route, or do they like the uh, the finesse work and just because it's a coupe and they want to impress their neighbors or they want it to be uh, uh, pleasant to the eye when, when they have uh, people over versus just, oh, well, that's just a yard bar and he put a coupe door on. So, But, but have you had anybody um, go that route or, or mention that? Um, and uh, and I may be completely wrong. I'm just assuming that you know a 10 by 10 or a 10 by 12 yard barn, because it may not have the intricate detail of the uh, the coupe, may be in line with a smaller coupe. Did you ever have that happen? No, not really. Uh, if someone yeah. wants a shed size chicken coupe, uh, put linoleum down on the floors uh, before I build right. the walls. So when I put my walls up on it, it's it's secured down. Um, the rooster bars are all removable, so okay. I mean, I, and I can add clean-out vents, extra windows. I can put the windows on the left side, the right side. Uh, there's many, many things I can do to it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking at some of these designs now at the windows, and there's one that looks like has a kind of a mop front porch uh, in front of the two windows, and and uh, the, the paint schemes look. Uh, really nice as well. I'm, I'm going to assume that people can, if they want this to match their house or another outbuilding, they can send you the paint code, and you'll paint it any color they want. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Match their house, things like that. Now, um, I know that the coupe that we've got for the contest uh, that we've been putting pictures up, it's, it's uh, for the most part uh, a tractor. Now, people know who's taken my classes know that uh, I've had several tractors in the past, and they always end up being permanent coupes. Uh, I always end up you just putting them in one spot, building a run around them versus having to move them them around. But um, uh, and you can do this with, with the, the the one that you provide as well. But my understanding is just like some some coupe uh, contests we've had in the past, uh, just to let people know uh, that this coupe, the one we've been posting, that everybody's raving about with metal roof, and red and white paint, and people are like, oh, this is perfect. This is going to be looking great in my backyard. Uh, that this coupe will come. Uh, and I quote unquote some assembly acquired. So I uh, just like some other coupes we've had, it'll come in a kit form, uh, just like you see it. Uh, but when, when, once you build it, so tell us a little bit about for those folks that uh, that, that win the coupe, uh, what you know, kind of what to expect when it gets shipped to them. Will it have some some pretty decent instructions with it? Will it already have the screws? That, you know, will they just basically need to pull out the cordless screwdriver and and, and be able to just knock this out um, uh, when 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 uh, when you ship it to them? And uh, about how long do you suspect the average person that doesn't do this every day? About how long it'll take them to put it together? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm just going to ship it as is, so, I mean, it'll be able to wheel, wheel it right up to the front door. Oh, okay, so it's going to be, you're shipping it in full, fully assembled. Fully assembled, yes, sir. Okay, great. I, I'm, I got um, some miscommunication then, so I apologize to you. I apologize to my listeners. That just makes the prize that much more uh, uh, incredible. So uh, it'll be shipped right to the front door. Uh, already assembled, they'll just have to uh, wheel it off the trailer, which I'm sure they'll do for them, and then they can get it into their backyard or side yard. That's awesome. Well, thank you for that. That's a, that's a very pleasant surprise. I'm going to make sure that I emphasize that as well. Uh, I know we put free shipping in, in uh, when we advertise for the contest, but free shipping uh, shipped fully assembled is even more of a bonus. So uh, we do appreciate that. That's absolutely awesome. What would you say if, if someone was looking at your website now and and they've been shopping uh, all spring for, for a coop. Their, their chicks are just about ready to go into a coop from their brooder that they got around Easter time. 
Um, what would you say really differentiates uh, your coops uh, from some others that are that are out there? Is it the uh, is it the quality construction? Is it the design? Is is, the, is there a warranty involved that you, you stand behind? What 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 would you say to the listeners now that are looking at three or four different coops or trying to make up their mind? Uh, what would you sell them on with your coops to to go ahead and have them call you and place an order? Well, uh, my floor systems are all. Uh, built with pressure-treated uh, lumber. Um, I've usually uh, built them with four-by-four four runners, uh, the, the ones that aren't tractors. Even the tractors have pressure-treated right. runners. Um, and uh, I use 50-year smart side siding. Uh, yeah. That's uh, pre-engineered. It's not going to rot, decay, crack, uh, and they warranty it for 50 years. So the tin I put on the roof, that's 40-year tin. Um and with the linoleum on the inside, and I can do clean-out trays. Uh, I can add flower boxes. I can build coops that are three foot, four foot, six foot, eight foot, ten foot, twelve foot long, or even bigger. Um, they're, they're well, well built and designed, uh, and they'll last a real long time. Did you ever see some of them sheds in your backyard that are twenty, thirty years old? That that'll be my coop twenty, thirty years from now. I guarantee it. Yep. So you got a 40-year roof and and uh, and uh, or 30-year roof and 30-year siding at the Nolan floor uh, on the floor, which is great. So definitely built built to last, which is uh, which is you know more bang for your buck if you're looking at doing that. Now, do you have these um, uh, for for people who may be listening or listen to the podcast um, after it's archived uh, that maybe live close to you? Um, uh, to give you a call or email you and, uh, and and get a bill. What what kind of um, turnaround time if someone comes and and uh, picks one out uh, from from a, from a picture catalog you got or y'all implement maybe some custom features on one? What would be if they come locally or or, or, uh, or a turnaround time? Are they, are they looking at if they came and ordered one uh, from you this week? Probably seven to ten days. That's it, really. really? Okay. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Seven to ten days, and, and get your coop. So, uh, order it, and uh, and then two weekends later, you're uh, ready to put it in your backyard. That's super. So, uh, the winner of this uh, particular coop, that that'll be great. They'll be getting that pretty darn soon after they win. That'll that'll be very exciting for them to win. And next thing you know, coordinate with you uh, when they're going to get the kit, uh, the coop. Uh, shipped at them and uh, and, the, and the whole nine yards. Um, let's see. Tell us a little bit about. Scroll down here. Some of the why that would that would be a concern when people are looking at say the Western Coop here, which I really love that design by the way personally. Um, the, the 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 gauge wire and the type of wire you use uh, around for the the bottom run and for the uh, the attached side run. And uh, so tell us about the quality of that wire for to keep it predator proof and how that wire is attached, and then um, let us know um, uh, if it is possible if regardless of what coop they order, uh, they could uh, also order a, a, a custom-sized uh, run that you would build and, and attach to their coop. Um, I believe the western coop there, I, I could do galvanized wire, that like the quarter-inch uh, quarter holes, squares, right. quarter-inch yeah. squares. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, that's, that's pretty much real predator-proof right there. And I can go to the PVC uh, coated wire. The hole's a little bigger there, 
Uh, that stuff, that stuff coated, it, it shouldn't rust or rot or anything like that. Um, it's not as durable as, as the galvanized wire. Um, I'd probably recommend the, the, the galvanized wire. Um, um, when I build, build the runs and stuff, I can build them pretty much any any size needed, to be honest with you. Um, I'll frame frame the run, and I'll put the, the wire on the outside, and then I'll come put pressure-treated wood on over that so it's it's lapped over, and then it's screwed and nailed into it. So it's sandwiched in there together. So nothing's really going to be able to pull that apart. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I do like the fact that it has the much smaller squares, much smaller openings um, for because uh, a lot of times they'll they'll have a larger opening, which which will be satisfactory for the for the uh, skunks and the uh, you know possums and the raccoons and those type of uh, predators. Um, but uh, uh, a lot of times weasels uh, will be able to get right through that the larger fence and larger opening, and they can definitely wreak havoc on a. Um, on a flock as well, so I'm looking actually enlarge the picture and taking a look at that, and I really do uh, I really do like that. Um, I also see that I like that coop; it's it's raised up off the ground as well, which I really and that's probably one of my favorite uh, my favorite designs that you've got there uh, for for many different reasons. Um, let me go on through here, flip through, and see some of these other coops that you've got. Let me kind of go back here, and uh, and that one's got a lot of uh, the western coops got a lot of uh, uh, neat uh, decorative work on it uh, as well. You've got a classic, uh, what I would call you know the kind of a classic, very popular model, the Cape Fear. Uh, when people look, uh, a lot of people will call that. Oh yeah, there's the Amish coops that you see uh, a lot of. So it's kind of your take on uh, on that design with the uh, uh, nesting boxes. Uh, right down the front, the nesting box door, and the uh, top door, coop door on one side, and then the, I call it the human door on the other side, so you can get in and, a, and access that. Um, that's probably a, a very popular model. But what what do you sell most of? I'm here on your website looking at your coops. What would you say, what coop would you say you sell the most of? Uh, it's funny. It, it'll, it'll vary from month to month, to be honest with you, it'll be like wow. one month, a lot of the barns are popular. Uh, another month, uh, the, the Cape Fear is real popular. And same with the, the Gable, the A-frame, you know, it looks like a little, they all kind of resemble like a little tiny shed. And, you know, they're just attractive and functional and people folks like them. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm looking at it right now and you've got some that are, that are different sizes and, uh, um, also, I'm going to mention this too now because I just saw it on your website. That uh, and this is for the uh, the Cape Fear. You, it looks like you've got a uh, uh, a wheel kit that you can install on that, so you could uh, push that around, slash pull it around with a little riding lawnmower or a tractor, or, or maybe just a couple of folks just kind of push that around the backyard if you wanted to uh, move it or use it as a, uh, a tractor if you wanted to, or or really use it or and have it in different places in your backyard. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that that can, the wheels can go on at any coop. Uh, the, I don't really highly recommend for like an eight foot coop because of the weight. I mean, they're real <laughs> heavy. They are. Uh, it'd be fairly easy to move it, but uh, the wheels. I don't know if you can actually get wheels to to hold that weight. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. 
So, um, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I just saw a wheel kit on one of these coops, and um, I thought I'd mention that, uh, mention regarding that. So, uh, uh, very good. Well, that's a lot of good information, and um, and folks, we uh, encourage you to go visit their website, www.curtis. That's two S's, C-U-R-T-I-S-S, C-O-O-P-S, and A-N-D, yardbarns.com. That's www.curtiscoopsandyardbarns.com. And um, let me see. You can contact them there on their webpage. Just click on the Contact Us tab, and it will scroll down and it will have the information you can fill out and send right over there. Make sure you uh, do the, uh, let them know what coop you're interested in and the whole nine yards, or maybe you want um, uh, a shed. Maybe you've already got a coop, but uh, you live in the area and you want a yard barn or a shed as well, uh, a horse run, maybe a garage, or uh, some, some add, on, add on something to an existing barn. I'm sure that uh, Matt will be able to, to do that for you. But definitely go to their website, click on the Chicken Coops tab, and take a look at all their great work. and and uh, uh, look at the, some of the color schemes and some of the designs, whether you're looking for a tractor with three or four hands or a large coupe that will hold 16 to 20. Uh, it sounds like that uh, Matt will be able to do that for you. 30-year uh, experience in building homes, and he takes that experience and knowledge and, and uh, builds coops out of it. So you know you're going to be getting a well-built coop materials list he talked about, you know, 30 and 40 year guarantee. So it's uh, it's built to last right there in your backyard uh, regarding all the types of weather that you may have in your backyard, uh, rain, sleet, snow, cold, heat bearing down on it. So that's always a good plus, getting a little bit more bang for your buck. You know, it's not going to rot after a couple of years. Um, so uh, sounds like you make a good product there, Matt. And, uh, again, I just want to extend a big thank you to you again about uh, – donating this beautiful coop, and I'm, I'm kind of ecstatic that uh, we can uh, share now that it's uh, fully assembled, uh, and uh, they won't have to do anything but just roll it into their backyard and start, put some shavings in it, and start enjoying their uh, their backyard flock, and so that's uh, that's some super news. We do appreciate you stepping up the plate for, for that, and uh, we appreciate you donating that, and we appreciate you coming on the show today. Well, appreciate you having me, and uh, uh, good luck to the winner out there. Absolutely. Now, I'll get back in touch with you, reach out, and uh, um, see if you can't come on on the 27th. Uh, it's a Friday. Uh, I'll get an email to you in plenty of time so you can check your calendar, and uh, you'll come on, and uh, uh, we'll chat about the coops a little bit more, and then we'll, uh, we'll hopefully call the, the winner live on the show, and, uh, and that's always exciting, and get them uh, and congratulate them and, and pick a winner. So you got to love it. So thank you very much for coming on the show today and sharing all your uh, information about your beautiful coops. We do appreciate it. All right. Thank you, too, Andy. Yep. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. Very good. It's so nice to have uh, Matt Curtis on today. Uh, go over and visit his uh, Facebook page, too. I'll, I'll post it again on our Facebook page later this afternoon. Head on over there and thank him um, uh, for, for providing this really beautiful quality-built coop for our May-June Ultimate Coop Contest. And so we would hope that you go over there and say hi over there on their Facebook page, too. Uh, and say hi to. I know that uh, uh, probably two or three thousand of you did when we when we launched this, and so it's probably about time to get some more of our fans headed over that way as well over on Facebook. So we hope you'll be able to do that. And uh, but definitely visit his website again: www.curtiscoopsandyardbarns.com. So go check him out, and we'll return right after this short commercial break. 
from our sponsor. Stay with us, folks. Established in 1957, GQF has become the name to trust when it comes to quality products and superior customer service. GQF offers a wide range of poultry products, including incubators, brooders, feeders, waters, and much, much more. Give them a call at 912-236-0651 or visit them online at gqfradio.com. That's gqfradio.com. Pictures of chickens on aprons are common across America, but picture a chicken wearing an apron and you'll probably get a good chuckle. Laugh if you must, but nothing protects hens better than the Hen Saver Hen Apron. Hen Saver Hen Aprons protect your hens from the damage caused by an overly affectionate rooster and may even provide protection from an unexpected hawk attack. Hen Savers come in several different sizes to fit both bantam and standard sized hens and roosters. Colors include camo, denim, navy, brown, khaki or black, and soon pink. Crazy K Farm is expanding its already colorful hen saver collection to include the color pink. A portion of their sales will be donated to organizations that fund breast cancer research and awareness. Order your hen saver aprons today at hensaver.com. That's hensaver.com. Ideal Poultry has been a family-owned and operated business since 1937. Their business is built on customer service and quality poultry. From rare white and brown egg layers to broilers, ducks, turkeys, and bantams, Ideal Poultry is the largest supplier of backyard poultry in the United States, shipping close to 5 million chicks annually. Visit them online at IdealPoultry.com. That's IdealPoultry.com. Introducing the Chicken Fountain, a new way to water your flock. The Chicken Fountain will change your life and keep your chickens healthier by providing clean, fresh water every time. No more daily cleaning of dirty chicken waterers. This semi-sealed system keeps every drop of water fresh and clean. Proudly made in the USA, the Chicken Fountain will provide your flock with fresh, clean water for years to come. To order your Chicken Fountain, visit ChickenFountain.com. That's ChickenFountain.com. Hey, it's the Chicken Whisperer, here to tell you that if you have backyard poultry, nothing is more important than making sure your feathered friends are safe from infectious poultry diseases. Learn the simple steps to keep your birds healthy by visiting this website, healthybirds.aphis.usda.gov. That's healthybirds.aphis.usda.gov. A message from the USDA. Alrighty, thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. We appreciate you tuning in today. We appreciate Matt Curtis coming on from Curtis Coops and YardBarns.com. And, and don't forget to enter that awesome contest. I gave you the uh, information on how to do that earlier on the show. Uh, if you need that again, you can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the Chicken Whisperer. And don't forget, tomorrow we've got Richard Frudenberger, publisher of Back Home Magazine. He'll be here talking about the three poison cousins, poison ivy, poison oak, and poison sumac, and how to identify the three, what are the characteristics of the three, 
and uh, maybe have some home remedies uh, if you get uh, if you get a you catch a mess of that when you're out there cleaning or or putting in your garden or uh, you know clearing or whatever the case may be. Uh, walking down to the creek, do a little fishing, the whole nine yards. So uh, definitely uh, tune in tomorrow. And, of course, that show, if you can't tune in live, will be archived. But I hope you'll join us uh, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow right here on Blog Talk Radio. God bless everybody.